tremendous looking trophy. Hello and welcome to Platinum Explosion, number one PlayStation podcast in the Oceania. It's my name's Dylan Plant. Joining me, as always, Ashley Hobler. Hey, Don. Excited to be here and excited to talk about how Ben Stiller's been cast as Kratos in the Amazon Prime God of War adaptation. Fuck, I Weird choice, but, you know. I forgot they were doing a live action one. That's funny. Hey. <laughs> yeah. I completely forgot about that. That's mad. Hey. They, yeah. There we go. First look at the cast. Yeah, it's done. Yeah, okay, I, didn't, I completely forgot that that was a thing that they announced. Hey, there you go. Learning on the go, everyone. Learning on the go. Uh, <laughs> this week in the trophy cabinet, a gold trophy for The Last of Us HBO release date. Probably, hopefully, maybe releasing. Leaking. And a platinum for God of War, Ragnarok, reviews. They're out. By the time you're listening to this, they're all live. Everyone gave it a 10, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. <laughs> we are, of course, <laughs> recording this prior to the reviews. Reviews go live at 3 a.m. Friday morning. I will be asleep. My review will be scheduled to go live. I will wake up in the morning. And as with any big game review I've ever done, where it's like sort of drops overnight, I will roll over. I'll grab my phone and go, I hope I'm like, you know. I hope I set this at the right time. Well, oh, that too. <laughs> no, but like just the wonderment of like, because the thing is. I, I hope I'm not the only one to give it a one. Yeah, that's it. I'm going to say this. So I'm not going to, I discussed a lot of God of War last week. I'm probably not going to need to say too much more because that's a, the, the, the honest truth is without really going into the spoilers, I can give a much more definitive opinion on the game now that reviews are live. Like I can, I can give a definitive yeah. score. So what you're saying is it didn't shit itself towards the end. No. So my review will be up. ExplosionHub.com. I'm giving it a 10. So. <gasps> um, it's the first turn of the year, right? I don't know. Definitely the first 10 I've gave. I don't know if it's the first 10 we've given. I can't remember. But maybe? Hopefully? Yeah, don't know. Um, the funniest thing, though, is that, of course, it's well known, if you listen to this, I always- you hated Apparently, I hate God of Now, if you read my review, I do make sure to talk about this, because I think it's poignant to my- It's the like, first n- non-re-release. Oh, yeah, because uh, Jacob, Jacob gave a 10 to Spider-Man. Was that it? Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. You're not going to complain about that, are you? Spider-Man. You'd give that no. shit a 10. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, look, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to talk about the story at all. So if you, if, if you're afraid I'm going to spoil the game or release it, I would be wary though. I would say only, only, only read reviews and listen to reviews from people you really trust. Cause there is shit in this game that, if if I had spoiled, it's not going to ruin the game, of course. Like, not, spoilers don't ruin good games. The same as spoilers don't ruin good movies. However, it can, you know, you only You're like, you, oh, I wish I didn't know that. Yeah, this would have been cool to have been surprised. Yeah, there, there is an element of wonder and surprise that can help, uh, uh or like lift up enhance. the experience, enhance the experience, of course. So I, I'm not going to say like it'll ruin everything, um. But yeah, I'll, I'll definitely say don't go just like devouring all the reviews you can in the next week until the game releases because I guarantee because this always somebody's going to split up. Someone's going to somebody's going to tell you about the segment where you all turn into kangaroos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Someone is going to tell you about the segment in which you all turn into kangaroos. That's exactly what's going to happen. So, um, 
my yeah, so I'm giving it a ten. My main, if you read my review, I don't really talk too much about the story at what well, I barely touch on the story because I just feel like there's no point really. Um, <laughs> I'm keen to talk about the story and spoiler discussions and whatever else. I have. Um, if anyone wants it, I'll go on ten different podcasts. If anyone wants a guest, like I'm happy to talk about this game as uh, ad nauseum at this point, especially because I'm at a point where I'm like finished the game and I have no one to talk about it. Like, that's eh, the curse. Um, but yeah, so I I think the story in this game is phenomenal. This game is to me everything that like people like Ryan Betson from the Pop Culturist uh, would talk about you know like how great the you know like this yeah and not just him i'm you know there are For four a, years you've heard nothing but how yeah. great god of war was <laughs> and you're like nah i don't get it yeah i i know god of war's good and it's a it was a huge improvement over past games in the way that improved kratos as a character however i still just couldn't like when he like well, i talked about this last episode but when he like someone like ryan talks about like attachment to that character because of the father-son relationship i didn't get any of that when other people just talk about like finally understanding kratos as a character even if they don't have a son or whatever like just in general they gravitate like suddenly understood and gravitated towards this character it just it didn't happen to me like i very much enjoyed that game but i never understood any of that however that all changes to me like for everything that anyone has ever said about loving those characters and god of war 2018 changing them ragnarok finally did that to me um and i feel like I feel like both Kratos and Atreus in this game are just much more interesting in general, but also definitely because I'm saying I like the game a lot more than the 2018 one. It definitely, they're a lot more interesting to me. Their dynamic is a lot mm. more interesting to me in this. And again, I'm not going to touch, I just keep saying I'm not going to touch this words, but the dynamic I feel like is more interesting because Atreus is older. So he's a teenager now. And unlike in the first game where it very much feels like Kratos is like sort of smothering him and wanting to protect him and you know whatever else and Atreus I kind of found annoying for the most game he he doesn't really have anything he's just a he's like an annoying kid like he's just like you know and I, that's a point to a degree like obviously you have mm. the story beats with him when he finds out he's a god and he's like oh, let's just fucking kill everyone and you know like all this yep. like he has these <laughs> I understand that's part of the the arc for that character and whatever else but in this one because he's like a teenager going on to nearly being an adult Kratos is, and you can tell from the outside, Kratos is very much wanting to let him sort of grow into his own person and he's willing to let him make mistakes. And he, this, I love the way he will go, like he's leading the journey. I don't mean like physically, like, you you know, like Kratos is still the one fucking rowing the boat or whatever. But he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's the one who says, like, I think we should do this. And Kratos is saying... Okay. okay, I think that's a terrible plan, but let's do it. Sure, like, but that's pretty much the how this game works compared to the first one. And yeah, mm. without saying too much, I, I and I sort of think that's a much more interesting dynamic. Um, he's sort of like between the father son relationship. I really, really like it. Without again, without going on spoilers, Thor and Odin, two characters that you know are in the fucking game, but I'm not saying like what happens with them. They're fucking. They are so much better than I could have ever dreamed. Like, I went into this game thinking, for whatever reason, even after how well the gods were written in the first game, I press play on this for the first time. I think Thor and Odin are just going to be one note. 
out for violence, you know, like, oh, I'm going to kill you because you killed out my sons and all this like, sort of oh. stuff. No. They are so much more well-written and nuanced as characters that you, you can't even, like, you wouldn't even be able to guess how much more, like, layered both of them are. They're not just straight evil villain stereotypes. Mm. They've got so much more going for them and there's so much more interesting to it. Thor swears so much in this game. I fucking love it. That's my favorite thing too. <laughs> like sl- having Thor just tell Kratos like, fuck you and all this sort of shit. Like, I'll- <laughs> perfect. <laughs> it's just, it's so good. Like uh, Ryan Hurst, who does the performance, it's, it's, it is just fan. All these motherfuckers complaining before release about Fat Thor and all this sort of shit. I, t- I would dare you to call this Thor Fat Thor. Cause like the first time you ever see Kratos and Thor in a scene together, Kratos is like, look, you know, like he's a, like you want to call that motherfucker Fat Thor, he will beat the living fuck out of you. <laughs> like it's just not even a thing. But, um, and then of course, all the returning characters really, really great. Once again, performances from everyone. Freya's really interesting in this as well because she's just completely obsessed with revenge for Boulder. So, and that's the thing I say in my review. I feel like it's, this game is, it's not really a sequel. It's just like, it's just the continuation. continuation. Like it, it feels to me much like how The Last of Us is called The Last of Us Part 2. It's not, it's not a sequel. It's mm. just part two of the story. This really is just God of War Part 2. It's, it's, and it even follows a similar structure and path not to say that Kratos gets killed by it in the first 30 minutes or whatever of the game, but the- um, Spoilers. Spoilers, yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, if you're listening to this, you haven't played Last of Us Part 2 at this point. Like, it's a PlayStation podcast. Come on. You haven't told the memes. Come on. You've seen the memes. <laughs> um, the, but it, it, it is similar, I guess, thematically in that The Last of Us Part 2 is about con- like characters dealing with consequences for stuff that they've done for the first game and how they deal with that and, and whatnot. And this feels very similar in that it's- characters dealing with consequences <laughs> from stuff they've done in the first game. Like you've got Freya out for revenge. You've got uh, Odin and Thor out for revenge. You know, like the whole game is just people out for revenge while Kratos and um, Atreus have somehow managed to, to swerve them off for, I think it's like three years before the game starts and mm. then something goes wrong, obviously. Well, they're but asleep, so. For three years? That's that's how the last game ended, right? No, I don't think so. Um, but yeah, it's... Yeah, so it, it, it really is like it's called God of War. And I guarantee here's the thing that's going to happen. I don't know if it'll be in like critic reviews, but I, I can definitely see the the fuckboy Twitter user reviews, people complaining about the game just being, it's DLC, bro, you know, like all that sort of stuff because it doesn't have as much grandiose change that you saw between uh, God of War Ascension or whatever the one was before God of War 2018. Mm. Well, it's just more of the same. It's, well, it's not. Like, there is there is so much different in this one. Like, small details, big details, whatever else. But it is, like, story-wise, it's just, like, part two. Um, but that's, again, I'm not saying that as a, as a bad thing. It's, it's, it's definitely a good thing. Um, part of the reason it makes it so good. Um, I did talk about combat last week, but I'll just reiterate again in case you skipped over that and you're only listening to this or whatever else. Combat, I feel like, is it's just more of the, it's more of what you loved. Like, if you loved the sort of, it's a little bit faster, so if you loved the saw like how God of War was more methodical with its combat, like it wasn't super fast paced, I would say this is a little bit faster solely because of the stuff I was talking about last week where you have these arenas now that aren't just circular areas where enemies come in uh, because you've got the ability to quickly literally use the chains to Kratos to pull himself up the side of a ledge. So then you're like, you're, you're always moving. I feel like you're never 
not moving, not moving. You're not, you're not standing there waiting for an enemy to come to you. You're sort of always moving around trying to get to people because there's people throwing fucking bows and arrow, like with bow and arrows over there. So you, you whip yourself up there, go take that person out, then jump off the ledge and come back to fight the people on the ground and whatever else. I know I, I felt like I was a lot more stationary in the first game or just playing it like with the slow, you know, like counter attack, counter attack, you know, that sort of, mm. sort of thing. And then because the game gives you the whip and the ax from the start, it also uh, gives you the elemental stuff from the outset. So straight away, you've got to be a little bit more aware of what enemy types you're facing. So say an enemy has like a a, a blue health bar, you have to attack them with the chains to do fire damage first to, to deplete that that ice bar. Yep. And then you can get through to the, which is something they had in the first game, but it wasn't until the, the later very end. very end. Yeah. So from the outget, from the very start of this game, they're like, that's enemies. That's that's a thing you always got to be aware of. So it just means that combat, I feel like, is so much more varied than the the first game because of the having both the weapons and all this sort of stuff, um, which is really really cool. Atreus is still the same. I think I said that last week too. Where you can upgrade him again. I feel like some of the, the skill trees are the same. You know, it's like you unlock one skill where it's like, oh, unlock the ability to press square and um, at the right time, and he'll jump on someone's head and do it attack. You know, like all this sort of. The, the stuff that I'm, I'm sure you had from the, the first game. Yeah. Um, I don't feel like there's too much I can say about spoilers, but no, overall the the game is, I know it's, it's phenomenal. I can't wait for people to play it. I hope no one gets spoiled for them. Um, I really hope no one gets spoiled. I, I don't, if you're like, my oh, man, there's no way the spoilers out there. Out of interest yesterday, got a war leak thread. Google, go to Reddit. The first result that comes up at Google. It's all there. The entire, yep. the entire plot is someone has yep. beat so for just, beat. Yep. So don't click on uh, comments. <laughs> I just don't understand too, because people in this Reddit thread like responding because someone's just made like a literal dot point list of the major events, but there's no, you, you miss all the nuance to any of it character or, work. or anything. Yeah. It's just like this thing happens, this, is the this thing, happens. this is the, yeah, it's like, it's a Wikipedia article. Yeah. Even worse. Like, it's just, yeah. and people in the comments like, oh, it sucks that this thing happens, or I don't know why I'll do that. I'm like, you're literally critiquing a game's story based off a bunch of bulletin points. You haven't seen it. You haven't done it. You haven't seen everything in between these scenes. You don't know why this mm. thing happened. Like, I'm just like, oh, this is this is what's wrong with the world. Anyway, talk about leaks. Absolutely. Let's get into the first. Wait, yeah, my you got questions? Important question. Yeah. How many trolls did you fight? One. Or is that a spoiler? I don't think it counts as a spoiler. Fuck it if it is a spoiler. One. It was an optional boss fight, I believe, I came across in Midgard. Uh, Ooh. I, I popped along. I was walking around somewhere just, you know, looking for crows. Which, by the way, uh, yeah, I think I said, I think it was like 35 out of 48 or like something around that. Like a pretty decent... Percentage. Percentage of crows I had by the Odin's ravens or whatever by the end of the game. So quite happy with that. Um, But yeah, I was, I was looking around for ravens or whatever, just checking the outskirts of this Midgard area I'd never been to. And um, out pops this troll from the ground. And I, it was a little mean boss fight. I had a whole health bar like up the top with a name and everything like that. But that, I believe that's the only troll I've come across. So maybe there's a few more like that that I haven't come across. Mm. That's fine. I didn't get a, <laughs> I didn't have to fight four or five whatever through the main, the main quest. I'll tell you this. This is the main thing because it wasn't the trolls. It was the fact that I was fighting the same mini boss with different color. Like it could have been a wolf. I'd still have the same complaint. You know, yeah. my complaint is 
it was a same mini boss just with different color. <laughs> and I was like, I was sick of fighting it. We're in a red shirt. Yeah. yeah. I was like, please, for the love of God, no mini boss repeats in this that I can think of or that I'm aware of. Not, there was, okay. Maybe there, lots was, of, there was lots of mini bosses, uh, but they're all different. Lots of uh, ver- variety. Mm. Enemy variety. Mm-hmm. A lot more yeah. enemy variety. This game has more areas than the first one too. So, like realms, you visit more realms. So, um, I guess it opens up more enemy types. And then, um, yeah, of course, there's boss fights, like proper boss fights. I don't. I actually feel like there's less boss fights though. Maybe that's because you they just savor it for the like the big ones. But the the major boss fights, I felt like there was less of. Maybe there was a few more mm. mini-boss fights and there was more variety in the mini-boss fights because it wasn't the fucking trolls. Yeah. So maybe that's why it sort of helped. <laughs> and there are some really good uh, boss fights. There is, there's, there's obviously, I feel like everyone's going to talk about the main ones, but there's one in the game that I just like the, the crux, the way you have to go about it. It's not just like there's a, you have to fight a certain way. It was really, really cool. And then again, I just keep saying so people don't get afraid. Without spoilers, because I say this in my review, the last couple hours of this game is some of the best shit I've ever played in an action adventure game. Like as far as the, like just the epicness and the scale and the way it, the payoff and like how it all wraps up and comes together. And that includes of course the boss fight that's amongst the, the last couple hours. Like it's all just, it was all just fucking picture perfect as far as I'm concerned. It's 10 out of 10, some would say, including Doom Blight. Some would say. And probably a bunch of other people, yeah. I assume it's going to get lots of tens. I'm, I well, Dylan, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't played enough yet to have an opinion, but so I'm not going to give my opinion. But I suspect it's probably going to get a lot of tens. I feel like that's a safer. Just a guess. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to like plagiarize other yeah. people's opinions on this, but uh, I think it is probably going to get a lot of tens. It's a good opinion for you to have of other people's opinions. But to but make not, it, not not have an opinion. Not have an opinion. Yeah, I don't. It's not my actual opinion. It's not your actual yeah. opinion. No, good job. Um, are you just ex- my thoughts. <laughs> are you excited? Yeah. Yeah. More, are you more <laughs> I mean, excited? I or don't the same think excited I've, Knowing that I like. I it mean, so I'm probably the same. I mean, probably a little bit higher. The thing is, you actually committed to giving it a ten, and yeah. you hated the last game. Did not um, hate the last game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I, I don't think I've seen any negativity from like any of the major outlets, like. Everybody's had their previews and like that kind of stuff. So I'm kind of expecting possibly turns across the board, which was going to make an interesting end of the year and like Game Awards when it comes out. God of War literally just. God of War versus uh, the game that you still got in plastic. Yeah, still got in plastic. That's true. It's over there. Yeah, Um, yeah, I feel like it is going to be Elder Ring versus God of War, I guess. Because Elder Ring, surely, like at this stage as of recording, before we've seen all the reviews, like that is the most loved game, the highest reviewed probably game. Yep. At the moment, probably. Uh, and yeah, so I feel like if God of War comes out, I'm going to, I'm, here's the thing. Look, I'm not, if someone gives this like a five or something, I'm not going to be like, they're fucking wrong. That's a review I probably want to read the most. Cause I'm yeah. like, as someone who's really high in this game, fuck, I want to know if someone gives this a five, I really want to know what didn't work or why it didn't work. And that's yep. fine. As I said, like they can, a review is just an opinion, but fuck, I want to know <laughs> how this didn't, how this wouldn't work. Cause yeah, I was, mm. Because you were like, damn, you rushed through this game. I didn't really rush through the game. I was just so... I just couldn't... I just wanted to keep playing. 
Okay. So it wasn't like I felt like I was rushing. You did have the element of, I want to finish this before Bayonetta comes out so I can play Bayonetta. But But you still also were driven by how good the game was. Well, not yes and no. Like, I, 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 I... I, yes and no, because even after Bayonetta came out, I still haven't been like today. I just spent today all doing like a bunch of other, like writing up news pieces and bits. Of, like I'm, I'm not like rushing for no, Bayonetta. Like, hey, you're all gamed out. Maybe yeah, but like yeah, I, I've, the number one driving force was like I just couldn't wait to like I just wanted to keep playing it, and I wasn't even rushing for the story. As I said, I did. So yeah, uh, play time. I guess maybe that's the only other thing before we wrap up. It took me nearly nearly thirty hours. Nearly 30 hours. It's like 29 a bit or whatever. Nearly 30 hours to see the credits. That is with me doing, all of, I would say, more than the average amount of side quests on, on the go. However, still having a lot of side quests at the end of the game to do. I mean, obviously, like, I found, what that, I, 35 whatever out of 40-odd ravens. Like, obviously, I'm not rushing through the game if I'm finding the, yep. the fucking ravens as I'm going. Um, but there were, by the time I got to the last, like, I could tell the game was, like, heading towards its uh, conclusion. conclusion. Like, I didn't know if the next mission was the last one or the one. But, like, once I hit that, like, once things started rolling, anytime that, like, <laughs> you know, there's a point where Atreus is like, you know, we could spend some time here. Like, I'm like, no, nah, dude, we're going to, like, what's happening? we got to keep going. Like, I did reach a point I where I was, how this ends. Yeah, <laughs> I did reach a point where I was like, the story is just, the main quest line is way too interesting for me at this point to... To care about side quests i'm like i just need to, <laughs> to see this thing through so mm. and then there's a bunch of side quests that actually only open up after you finish the game so mm. there's definitely a lot here to do i'd say it's it's like so if it's taking me 30 hours to do what i'm where i'm at now i'd, I'd say probably it's like 60 hours probably i'd guess it's like double it to probably do everything so mm. if you if play time's a big you know selling factor draw All right, let's quickly cover the all the God of War of our stories. So, God of War leaking in a million ways, and <laughs> the fuck else has been happening. But so, God of War leaked. Um, well, not really it leaked, but uh, a US game store. They didn't say which one, but I haven't seen. I heard it was Target, but that, that might just be. Wouldn't fucking surprise me. One iota. But some game store in the US sold the game early if it's target it makes sense because it's not someone who it would have just been a regular person like oh here's a thing they see a box they put it out like oh this this god of war game mm-hmm. we got more copies in that's weird which why are we getting so many copies of this yeah. game from four years ago maybe i, I why are we getting copies of uh thor ragnarok it's weird <laughs> i'm putting asterisks <laughs> on this because anything like anything that's ever under an embargo that comes into like where i work the box clearly says embargo like do not open mm. this box until such a day like it has a ticket so yep. i'm assuming it's the same for games <laughs> like because i only have i see this for I tech stuff so, like yeah. iphones and you know shit like that so surely it's the same for games so surely but benefit of doubt maybe it was just a mistake either way it sucks now the thing that makes this worse to me is that the people who got the game early Instead of just being like, win for me, cool, I'll play the game, enjoy it, score, they chose to upload clips. They chose to post in blogs, what's happening, you know what I mean? Like all that sort of stuff. Like this could have just been a story where Target Worker accidentally sold game, but no biggie. They're just going to keep to themselves. They're going to, these people are going to do the right thing. But, you know, so 
Anyway, Santa, Sony Santa Monica put up a statement that says, as we approach launch, it's important for our studio to preserve the experience of God of War Ragnarok for players who must enjoy the game for the first time without spoilers. We ask that you please be considerate of the many fans who do not want to accidentally see clips, gameplay, or narrative spoilers and avoid showing them wider. We're doing our best to limit the exposure of unsanctioned footage and screenshots, but the reality is that we cannot catch everything. For those of you who do not want to risk seeing anything before launch, we strongly advise that you mute any keywords or hashtags associated with the game until release day. We appreciate the support you've shown us more than we can say. We can show you they'll be worth the wait to experience the game yourself when it releases in less than two weeks on November 9th. Um, and Corey Barlog was like tweeting up a shitstorm, you know, saying this is why, this is why games mm-hmm. shouldn't be installed on the disc, <laughs> you know, uh, all this sort of stuff. So, yeah, super disappointing. Uh, sucks that they've had to put out that statement. Uh, but it's not the only thing yeah. they actually set out, <laughs> just to tie this one in. So Push Square had a story. Uh, where they wrote, if it's not independent retailers breaking the release date of God of War Ragnarok, it's Sony itself. Um, so Warrior64 posted a t- uh, reposted a tweet by Rashida Smith uh, saying that it had received a God of War Ragnarok PS5 console bundle via Sony via PlayStation Direct order instead of the one containing the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, which they order ordered. The user shared a picture of the outer box proving that they do indeed have the official bundles on the hand. This isn't a special edition version of PS5 console or anything. It's literally just a standard system with a code for God of War Ragnarok inside. Since it's a code for the digital PS5 version, we presume it'll translate to a pre-order for the game, which it would. That's how that would work. So, Which is kind of funny. So Sony fucks up. They send out code. Kieran would love this. Digital code. Safe. Game doesn't leak. Physical disc. Leaks everywhere. Whole plot, you know? So... I don't know. How are you feeling about all these these leaks and stuff that's been happening the past week? I mean, it's just down to human error. So, I mean, you can't be too upset, I guess. I mean, I feel like the uh, target thing is hopefully just human error, but it's those people then sharing. That's not human error. That's purposely sharing. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, as soon as things come out, people are just going to share it as much as possible. Is that... Uh, you know, first mentality. So, I mean, uh, stay safe, you know, mute words, you know, or just stay off social media for the next week. It's only like, what, six, five days, you know, social media is going to die already. So, I mean, what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> True. Elon Musk could uh, blow up any, every day I wake up wondering like, yeah, is Twitter alive? Is like, what's the, the day? Is this the day? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Elon Musk, fuck, they showed me God of War, t- Ragnarok spoilers. That's it. Delete shut it. this thing down. <laughs> Probably is true. What's this coming out? So we're releasing this on the fourth. So what's that? Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So yeah, four Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Five sleeps you've got if you're listening to this on Friday, till you can play the game. Unless you're staying up till midnight Wednesday and not sleeping. Who would do that? You got four sleeps. Just saying. Um, all right. Talking about what you cracked a joke about as we started the episode. Uh, a hey. weird commercial came out uh, this morning as of recording where God of War himself, Kratos, is played by Ben Stiller. He's hosting a little get-together with other parents and their children. It's uh, John Travolta and LeBron James, and Ben Stiller even has his kid there. They're all the real kids, apparently, too. I did this as a fun fact. They're all the, the real kids of these actors. and uh, Basketball stuff. Well, I guess LeBron's an actor, too. Yeah. Um, the... They're all, I don't know, like it's all a therapy group around they're obsessed with being Kratos or dads or 
it's a weird ad. Honestly, I kind of, I found it quite funny. Like, I, it's just weird. As it's, it's sort of funny. But a an ad like this is not what I would expect for promoting God of War. Like, I don't know what 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 did you make of it? Yeah, it's just very random. I mean, uh, why are those three celebrities yeah. out of all the celebrities? It's a random uh, mix. You know, Ben Stiller, LeBron James, and John Travolta. Uh, just wacky, you know? Just, just you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it is amusing. Uh, you know, LeBron being upset that his kid wants to, you know, play against him instead of with him, you know? It just hurts him straight in the heart. Um, someone else also pointed out it's very amusing that Ben Stiller is the one who's dressed up as Kratos when the other two are actually bald and have a beard. Fair. So, well, John Travolta apparently has a costume, but he accidentally spilled uh, lasagna or salsa. Salsa, salsa. It happens. It's the thing that got me is the fact that EW had an exclusive article talking about this, interviewing Ben Stiller about the process of making this commercial, and it was like one of those like EW like fucking exclusive you know like here's information on the new star wars i'm like here's ew exclusive on this <laughs> fucking god of PlayStation War commercial. commercial yeah i was like that's weird but whatever i mean yeah it's it's funny enough like it's, it's charming enough for those those people but yeah odd yeah odd, a bit odd they're, they're putting the big bucks on this you know i don't know if they need to but yeah they are <laughs> <laughs> they're that and then they have the uh freaking morning yeah the morning well, one so. from what a couple months back now or a month ago whatever yeah i think so hmm. Anyway, God of War. That's it for this week. I have no more news stories about God of War. It's out Wednesday. Enjoy it. Look forward to it. Stay safe on the so internet. We'll join you. Uh, enjoy you God of War Eve, right? Oh, no. Morning. We'll be the next episode of Plat. True. Yeah, that's weird. It's weird. Like, we delay this to release on Friday, but then the next one will release on Wednesday, which we'll be recording on God of War Eve. Yeah. So we'll still be back here. The next episode's still going to drop before the game's even out. Fucking Jesus Christ. I'm going to have three episodes of Plat before this game's even out. <clears throat> Bloody hell. Um, all right. IGN writes, Naughty Dog announces the last one's tabletop game. Thought I'd bring this one up since I feel like every fucking video game is getting a tabletop game these days. Yep. Uh, the last one says, next video game to get its own board game adaptation. Naughty Dog has announced a partnership with The Th- Ball. Creators of Escape the Dark series to create a tabletop game titled The Last of Us Escape the Dark. <laughs> Escape the Dark is a series of cooperative board games featuring black and white illustrated chapter cards that players work to solve together. The theme born's take on The Last of Us will have one to five players take control Ellie, Joel, Tess, Bill, Tommy, or Marlene as they attempt to reach safety while exploring an open world map. The gameplay features familiar locations from the original Last of Us, including the suburbs, sewers, and university, and a combination of human and infected enemies. You can take a first look at the board game below, which shows off the illustrated cards. You cannot, because you're listening to this in audio, probably. Um, it looks pretty cool. Again, like I was talking about, the oh, the Kickstarter starts on November 8th, by the way. So, But again, all these board games that are co-op-based and you work together to fight off enemies... They're the ones I find a lot more interesting because they sing one to five players. I'm like, cool, I need one other person. <laughs> I need one <laughs> other person to play this board game. All these other board games where they release, they're like, you play against each other. And they're like, yeah, you need like three to six players. I'm like, man, like, if you just, I can't. Like, so 
Um, but it's pretty cool. I'm I'm definitely down as this. I think it's a cool idea. I know nothing about the original Escape the Dark game or anything like that, but uh, yeah, it looks pretty cool. What do you think? Yeah, I think it looks pretty cool. You know, uh, very you know minimalist uh, with you know the black and white design and like all the little tokens and the, all the dice and stuff. So yeah, it looks pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely an interesting, you know, again, you know, video games are being done to the death in the board game market, but, you know, board games are a huge market, and obviously, you know, Sony's doing a good job, obviously, you know, the the Horizon board game, I believe, did really well. Um, Yeah, I think it did, yeah. Is there? There's a Bloodborne one. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm pretty sure there's a Bloodborne one. There's a Dark Souls one, I think, too. Um, I'll keep my eye. I'm probably going to see if I'll check out the Kickstarter when it launches and just see what the the dollar days. the dollary dues amount on it. Because uh, you know, if you get in for those, uh, you know, the early ones where you get like really good price or that sort of thing. So mm. maybe. I mean, the last board game I Kickstarter haven't been played, but sitting there, it's cool. The Assassin's Creed uh, all log dice thing. But again, I yeah, I, I saw it on special at uh, EB the other day. So. How much for? I can't remember. I was about to say, <laughs> I remember when it came out and I saw it on EB and I saw the price. I was like, the Kickstarter, because I, yeah, I got that early bird, you know, like whatever mm. Kickstarter thing on it, like the price. I was like, yes, I still got it way cheaper than that. So, um, PlayStation Plus, it's a thing. It's apparently not doing well. It is. PlayStation Lifestyle writes, oh. PS Plus lost 1.9 billion, no, million, sorry, a million <laughs> subscribers since revamp, but Sony expects to recover. Um, the company publishes first financial results for the second quarter of the fiscal year 2022, revealing that PlayStation Plus currently has 45.4 million users, down from the 47.2 million users in, in FY 2021. Um, a 3.81% year on year decrease and down from 47.3 million in the first quarter of the year before the revamp, a 4% year on year decrease if you, if you go off that. However, the company expects to bounce back. According to a presentation delivered by Chief Financial Officer Hiroki Totoki, there was an expected increase in PlayStation Plus subscribers during COVID-19 as global lockdowns forced people indoors. Now that things are somewhat back to normal and there is an increase in opportunities to go outside, that was a quote. <laughs> so I assume that the dude, he actually said that, which is a funny thing to say. Uh, PlayStation Plus has lost some of that luster. On top of this, Sony attributes the loss of subscribers to sharply declining sales of older games and a greater decline in its expected in user engagement among PS4 players. Um, do you think this is bullshit or actually just the truth? Like they had such an increase over the last couple of years because of COVID and now things are just sort of, you know, like going back down. Because I mean, yeah, I think that to a certain extent, there's also the element of like, Cost of living has gone up dramatically. Mm. Um, yeah, I guess there isn't as much of a demand to have PlayStation Plus, really, uh, especially if you're not like a big multiplayer game game player. Uh, so I yeah. mean, if you only play Fortnite, don't even need PlayStation. If you only play, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, maybe it's a bunch of people who's free trials or like, you know, they just. <laughs> I don't know, 1.9 million people seems like a lot. Doesn't sound like um, it. Yeah. So, you know, that just means 1.9 million people can get back, I guess. Hmm. <laughs> uh, although the interesting thing I heard was 1.9 million player subscriptions missing, but they're still making more money off PlayStation Plus than they were. 
Yeah, so more, uh, it, that means, which is what the success story they'll take, because it means that enough people, myself included, you know, move to the higher costing tiers yeah. that it makes up for any mm. that have fallen out the bottom. Yeah. You know, so. And as you're saying, I'm sure they don't view it as a loss. They simply view it as people to win back or get back. So, yeah. But I, I, I don't know if it's a full 1.9 million is all from the COVID thing. I would say that, yes, that I, I think there would be some truth to that. Like people more spending more time playing online because they're at home all the time during those last mm. couple of years because of COVID. Like I, I, I would say there's some truth to that, but I don't, I don't think it's a full amount. All right. There's two stories here where they're talking about PlayStation Studios making games, none of which we know, but we can just guess about them. So first, the Eurogamer writes, Uncharted and The Last of Us developer and Naughty Dog is working with a number of other PlayStation Studio teams to develop a mysterious new project in a, quote, beloved franchise. That's according to a newly spotted Sony job listing, uh, seeking a game design intern to work at a, quote, new PlayStation Studio based in San Diego, co-developing in a new and exciting project with Naughty Dog in a beloved franchise, end quote. There's no additional information about the new studio, but it seems highly likely it's the same San Diego-based new internal development team Sony referenced in a different job listing earlier this week. The earlier job advert initially revealed that the new team was being built to corroborate, collaborate on a new, quote, high-visibility, end quote, project with Naughty Dog and Visual Arts, Sony's San Diego-based support studio that most recently worked with Naughty Dog on its The Last of Us Part 1 remake however later edic removed explicit reference to visual arts for unknown reasons um what do you think that so if they've got a new team so the dot points are new team sony team new studio teaming up working with naughty dog in some position naughty dogs helping shepherd this new team to work on a Mm -hmm. much beloved game franchise yep what do you think it is clearly got to be jack and daxter am i right I'm, it's the only one that makes sense. I'm saying it's Uncharted. Oh yeah, that probably that's probably <laughs> right. Do you, do you actually think it is? Or yeah, I think it's Uncharted. Yeah, I think I think it's Uncharted. <laughs> I think it's Uncharted. I feel like it's been enough time. I feel like Naughty Dog, obviously, they don't want to do Uncharted anymore, which is totally fine. But them, I feel like this is a hey, we will shepherd this new studio in the ways of the Unchartedness. And how to pass the torch here, sort of thing. So, which I feel like is a good way yeah. to do it instead of just being like, "Hey, you, f- mm. you figure that shit out." Like we're, hey, we're done with that. Yeah. So here you go. Does mean that if you are after an Uncharted game anytime soon, you're still looking at like probably three years at the minimum. Yeah. But also, you know, uh, Naughty Dog will have some sort of level of control over it and like have a say in mm. any massive character changes or anything like that. It would be really interesting or if they- like. Neil Druckmann was still like, you know, like, so Neil Druckmann and someone else or whoever, like, you know, story by, but then, you know. Yeah. And by story, I mean outline, not full scripting or, you know, like, it just, yeah. like, here's the general idea we have. Here's the idea I had while I was sleeping yeah. one night. Yeah. Here you go. Make yeah. a game. Make a game. Just do that. Easy. Make a game. Uh, yeah. Your game of them writes also. You know how they're done. That's, I think that's how it works. Earlier this year, it was revealed that PlayStation's London studio, which is best known for its work on SingStar and Blood and Truth VR, was working on a new online game for PlayStation 5. Now we have more details on what this elusive game actually is, and what it is is an online co-op combat game that is set in a fantasy version of London. 
Speaking via the SIE blog, co-studio head Stuart White and Tara Saunders shared more details about this currently unnamed game, which they called the team's, quote, most ambitious project to date, end quote. In addition to this, they also shared some new artwork for it, showing a battle against a dragon as the face of Big Ben glows in the distance. Unlike previous titles from this year, this upcoming release is not a VR game, rather it is being specifically being built specifically for the PS5 using the studio's in-house Soho engine. Speaking of the studio's decision to base the game in London, the duo praised the city's vibrancy and inclusivity. Um, meanwhile, on moving away from VR, White explained the studio was keen to, quote, explore new avenues, end quote, with its last latest venture, starting, stating it took inspiration from fellow Sony studio Guerrilla Games. Quote, we were fascinated about how they went from Killzone to Horizon, end quote. What do you think about this studio, which, yeah, has never really made anything like this before, suddenly moving into a fantasy weird genre, you know, like you look at the art that's been released. It, I mean, it's, it looks like a cyberpunk character on the bottom half of the screen. And then you look up and there's a fucking dragon, you know, <laughs> like, dragon, yeah, yeah. So, like, it looks like a Tokyo's ghost wire down the bottom and then Skyrim up the top. Yeah. Uh, and a multiplayer <laughs> thing, another multiplayer thing. So, yeah, I mean, sure. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, we've seen studios before that have kind of pivoted and, like, been very, very successful. And, you know, uh, I backed Sony to, or at least, like, Worldwide Studios to assist in making sure that they are able to fulfill their vision to the best of their ability. So, uh, the idea of a fantasy, moder- like, a current-day fantasy mm. story is interesting because mm. um, we don't really have a lot of those. So, uh, yeah, I'd be down. Uh, yeah, I like I like the art. Yeah. I like the idea. I just, um, I just hope because they're saying it's a co-op online or local co-op or whatever they're saying. Uh, thing. I just hope that's like okay, that's an optional thing. It's not like a, we're building a game to service, building a co-op, and you know, like all this. Like okay, like if you want to make a co-op yeah. game, that's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Single players and well, it's the same as like we're talking about Gotham Knights, right? They should just pitch that from the outset as it's a it's a co-op game. Um, if if they treated that from the outset as a we just we made a game. You can co-op if you want, whatever. But from they're like, nah, it's fucking it's something else. So. Nah, it's like this whole thing. It's just let if you've got two players in your party, you just have them in all the cutscenes. Yeah, all I mean, right. I'm pretty. Yeah. You know, I thought it would come that far in games, but never mind. Um, and then two story. Oh, one last story before we move into PlayStation Productions news. So PlayStation's full integration of Discord will reportedly happen in March next year. Rajio Gamer. Mentions of connecting to PlayStation Network accounts were spotted in the mobile app for Discord last week, which suggested that integration would be happening soon. However, sources speaking to Insider Gaming stated that they expect the integration to be included as part of the PS5's 7.0 system update, which is currently scheduled for the 8th of March. PSN integration with Discord already started rolling out in January for users in the US and allows users to display their PSN IDs on the Discord profile. More features are set to come, according to a screenshot taken from the Discord mobile app. The next stage of the integration will let users show what game they're playing on their Discord profile on both PS4 Mm. and PS5. Voice chat will only be available on PS5, however. I'll say something for this integration. From the outset, they better have it work a lot smoother than Xbox. Because when me and Kieran tried to play Gotham Knights together, initially I said, let's do the Discord thing. Let's see how the whole... You know, let's how that works. How that works. Um, it didn't go well because we ended up just using normal Xbox voice chat. <laughs> so you have to like mm. open the app on your phone, Discord app. You have to then connect it 
to like press a button and like makes it opens up Xbox app and then like makes you sign back in on, you know, all these things to try and make them talk to one another, but it wasn't working for either of us. Like it just kept looping. Like it kept asking us to sign in and all this other sort of stuff. I did read a story the other day where apparently Xbox is the next update for the integration is going to remove the need to have the app or, you know, like, I don't know, some to make it smoother. So I really hope that PlayStation, if they're doing it in bloody March, which seems like ages away, it's like fucking five months. Um, from the outset, they better have this problem solved. Because, yeah, my first experience of trying to get Discord to work on a console, not good. So as much as I th- I really want it to work, I definitely feel like it, it's needed and a great feature. But, yeah, I need it to work. All right, in the PlayStation Productions news this week, I've only got a short story, but it's going to have a key question at the end of it. HBO Max appears to have leaked the release date of <gasps> The Last of Us HBO series. So a bunch of people, um, it was initially shared by this uh, at Dom the Bomb YouTube account, but then you can see people like have done their own check to make sure it wasn't a um, Photoshop job and something like that. I've seen a bunch of people share mm. it now, but if you go onto the HBO uh, Max app or the HBO website or whatever, anywhere that's HBO and at the moment, if you went and watched the Last of Us sneak peek, which I think is just the teaser trailer, um, the synopsis and text on that video says a preview of the post-apocalyptic drama series based on the critically acclaimed video game, full stop. Premiere is January 15th. So it appears that they've leaked their own release date. So my key question, as someone who has been saying for ages that this would probably release at the start of the year. Ash. <laughs> you can't bullshit on this? Or is this when it's actually coming, happening? Is the in- uh, intern no. fucking up or? <laughs> no, I don't think they would fuck it up that much, you know. Very specific. To put a completely random it's date a very in. Very specific you know what date, I mean? yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it seems very possible. Uh, I'm trying to do like the math, I guess. Um, so January 15th would make sense, by the way, because that means it's coming out. So that's a Sunday, um, which means it would come out Monday 16th in Australia for us, which is the regular HBO stuff comes out on a Monday for us. You know, so that, that all does make sense. Yeah, I was just trying to look. Because obviously the current thing taking up the, Wednesday, the, the Sunday slot in America mm-hmm. on HBO is uh, uh, White Lotus. Yeah. So that's running through till the 11th of December. Yeah. Um, to assume they would have something else in between, no, I guess. I don't think they usually have anything big over the Christmas. They just fill it with stuff, I think, from previous. It could be. Uh, but the only thing, what's the... Uh, the Idol, that's the one that's listed as also... But that says listed 2023, so that might be afterwards. So, yeah, it's possible. Yeah, I hope it is. Not only because I love being right about things, but also because I just want to watch it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Why not both? So, yeah, why not? You know? So, yeah. Good way to start off 2023. I feel like if this is happening, though, if this, so if this is the correct date and everything, I feel like we have to, there must be an actual trailer dropping soon. And by soon, I mean, it's probably just going to drop overnight <laughs> as we're recording. <laughs> uh, yeah. Or, you know, Game Awards, they'll confirm it there, I think. You think so? Because that so the Game Awards is on like December 9th, I think, or something like that. So that is yep. like barely a month ahead of the release. 
How much do they need to? I feel like they need more. I feel like you're, you're thinking of it Why? from a gamer audience and not a general public audience. I feel like they need more to promote it to the general HBO audience. I don't think so. You don't? You're ahead. Guess what? There's a new show on HBO. It's the biggest thing. Everybody's going to talk about it. Check it out. I don't think so. I feel like they need- I mean, they've already d- built it up enough. They don't like the exact date. They don't need to make a big deal. They haven't it, dropped an official trailer, though. They've literally only dropped a teaser trailer and a couple clips. I just feel like- it's purely because the go if they do it at the game boards, they'll have the most eyes on it immediately and they'll get like a massive thing, you know what I mean? I think they should just drop it now. I I'm hoping they just drop it. I mean, if it the secret's out, so I mean yeah. sure, why not? Just drop at this point. Trailer. But if you want to show something at the game boards, do an official do a exclusive clip. Something like that, if they want to like do some team up, you know? That would be cool. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I would say just drop the trailer now. Get the release date out there, stuck it in the posters on trains, you know, all that sort of shit. <laughs> I don't know how they promote stuff. That, that's still a thing, right? I don't know. <laughs> Doing video part one promotions. Yeah. Do all that sort of stuff. Just give them out to everybody. Yeah. I don't know. Get, 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 get all that shit together. So, yeah. So yeah. I'm pretty sure this is the right date because it's just been so fucking random if this turned out not to be true. Cause then you'd be like, it's like, ah, oh, it's ja- <laughs> June 15th. You imagine. They're like, oh, fuck. Well, January 15th, 2024. Yeah, we fucked up. If this doesn't turn out to be true, I will be like, I, I want to know how. Like, how does January 15th, like, premieres January 15th, how do those words end up in that synopsis box? <laughs> like, I need to know yeah. if this doesn't. So, because that sounds so ridiculous, yeah, I'm, I'm all aboard the, the hype train. And really cool, because yep. that, that means straight out the gate, I think that's like our first week back at work after yeah uh, well no it's, so here, we're, we're back at work by then anyway yeah it will be a few couple of weeks here's my question mm. how are we covering this <sighs> i'll say we're doing it here on the number one playstation podcast in the oceanias we're doing it on the excellent podcast what do you want to watch are we may launch a new podcast i don't feel like we need to launch a new podcast okay i I, I, I have been thinking about this though and it, it is a conundrum mm. i don't know what do you think I think, you know, this podcast probably has the biggest interest in the Last of Us TV series. Mm. You know? Yeah. If we do, a, like, a bonus episode each week, just covering the show. Yeah. Or do we just tack it on to the end of each episode? No, I would I would say it's a, it's a bonus episode. Do it some separate, yeah. It's, it's either we're doing a spoiler cast and posting on Platinum Explosion, or we're doing a spoiler mm. cast and posting on What Do You Want to Watch. I was thinking it's Platinum Explosion, solely because literally been talking about it on here and it's PlayStation. But I've also been just talking about it on here all the time, haven't we? Um well, I mean we've got a dedicated segment to it, so I mean Yeah. So it would it seem a bit so yeah, I don't know. Uh listeners, if you have any opinions on this, uh <laughs> feel free to let us know. Where, where, where should we post our content? <laughs> Maybe we just stick it on both, we'll, you know. We'll just stick it on both. <laughs> we'll stick it on this one day of release and we'll stick it on what do you want to watch uh <laughs> Uh, like five like days, days later, later or something. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like in time for next episode. Wait, wait. Day, <laughs> a day or two before the 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 new episode or whatever. I don't know. Some shit. I know what I'm saying. I'm gonna let's just end this podcast. Um, thank you for joining us this week on what the fuck? Sorry, I lost my notes. I can do it. I can do it live. Uh, thank you for joining us this week on Platinum Explosion. Make sure you tweet at us. Uh, join our Discord. ExplosionNetwork.com/slash/Twitter. ExplosionNetwork.com/slash/Discord. I hope you're all excited for God of War. I hope you're excited for The Last of Us on HBO. Oof, good time. Good times coming up. Um, if you liked this episode and thought it was worth a dollar, head on over to explosionnetwork.com slash support to donate as little as a dollar. 
um, to help support the also, show. Also, you know, come come uh, see us tomorrow on Twitch if you're good listening point. to this. Good point. This is coming up Friday. That's a good point. Good point. Yeah. Uh, good plug there, Ash. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Explosion Network. Saturday, 7.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time. Uh, Archive Couch, episode 200. We are attempting between the, the three of us to create the perfect top 25 video game characters of all time will kratos be on that list will ellie will he be on will joel will, has he got has he like gone up your list would it be a spoiler to say he's a higher on your list than he was before he would not be in my short list at all prior to this game but now he would be in my short list yes okay well that's fair you did hate the last game so there we go so yes make sure if you're listening to this on friday or even saturday i guess prior to 7 30 um Come join us, twitch.tv slash Explosion Network. 7.30, we're kicking off. The first half hour is Arcade Couch Between the Questions. We'll just talk about something, I don't know what. And then uh, around 8-ish, whenever we finish talking shit, uh, Explosion, uh, Arcade Couch, episode 200, working out top 25 video game characters. I have already done my short list. I think I've got maybe 40 characters, something like I that. I have not started. So, um, yeah, of course, you'll, you'll do it like half hour before we record. I know how it works. Yeah, <clears throat> while we're recording while Between recording, the Questions. Yeah, don't yeah, I'm sure it. that's exactly what's going on. Meanwhile, I... Like to be prepared, just so, prepped. Yeah, I like to be prepared. You like last time, yeah. Last time you wanted shortlist so you could have like all the images prepared. Yeah, guess everything. what? I thought of that today. I was like, oh, maybe I should ask him. And I was like, <laughs> you're a fool, Dylan. You just give a deadline. <laughs> <laughs> you're a fool, Dylan, to expect that from them. So I'm not going to ask. All right. Until next week's episode, remember <laughs> every trophy counts.